need some more concrete examples on how your work style can leave clues to what your career passion might be, that's coming up on this episode of the show. So keep listening. Welcome to the Gen X Career Show, the only podcast designed specifically for the Gen X professional who wants to start a new chapter, finally finding passion and fulfillment in the work that they do every day. I'm your host, Kay Kirkman. Now let's get started. back to the Gen X Career Show. My name is Kate Kirkman, and I am back for part two of a surprising way that you can discover your career passion. So last week, I went over all of the different generations, all the way from the traditionalist generation to Gen Y, or excuse me, Gen Z. Gen Z. And today I am going to be making it a little more real for you. So what I'm going to talk about today is how you can look at the different work styles of the generations and use that to determine what your work style might be or how you like to work. And then you can plug that into an occupation that fits that style. So that is the goal today. Enjoy. Okay, so now that we have gone through the different generations and you kind of have an idea of what the background is of each generation, let's talk about work styles. And this is where I want you to really listen to see which work style most matches where you feel that you fit in. And as I mentioned the work styles, I'm also going to talk about recommendations about what you could think about in terms of your career passion, just based on the way you like to work. So traditionalists, they like to be recognized for their hard work. They see work as a team effort and they avoid conflict. This group also is considered technically challenged, not all, but many of them resist the change uh, that technology has bought. So they are much more used to doing things manually. So think about that coworker that when they changed over the system from a paper filing system to now an electronic system, this person got really bent out of shape and threatened to quit or just couldn't really get on board with the transition. So Think about yourself in that manner. How comfortable are you with technology? Even if you're not in the traditionalist generation, if you're not comfortable with technology, well, first of all, if you're not comfortable (laughs) with technology in this day and age, uh, you might want to start to brush up on technology a little bit more. I always considered myself not really a technology person, but because I wanted to do this podcast, I had to learn the tech. And there are lots of things that come along with having your own business or being a consultant working freelance that cause you to have to be tech savvy. So not saying that if you're resistant to change and you're not tech savvy, that you can't, let's say, be an entrepreneur. But think about it. You might choose roles where the technology isn't as important as, let's say, the relationship piece. 
So for you, a career that involves helping people, uh, maybe even nonprofit, something where you're interacting with people rather than machines, right? Something where you're not forced to have to really lean on technology heavily, maybe just the basic stuff. So the work style of not liking technology, also being resistant to change, that could, if that's your work style, then you might look at careers that reflect that. As I said, maybe things that deal more with people than the actual technology piece. Someone who is has the work style of a traditionalist likes, again, that people-to-people interaction. They would rather interact with people than, as I said, interact solely with technology. So think about that. If you're looking to discover what your career passion might be, think about if you see yourself as someone resistant to change, not really a big fan of technology, think about professions or occupations or careers that will allow you to work with people. All right. So the baby boomers, their work style is that they're very career focused and they like to achieve at work. So they like to be recognized for what they do. So someone who is in that sort of work style, they might want to work in a company where recognition is valued. There are some companies where recognition in the form of money or in other forms, maybe certificates or uh, travel or you know, some sort of a trophy, some sort of a shout out, uh, some sort of an, an announcement that is done. You know, if you're someone who likes to be praised for the work that you do, then you might look for companies that actually do that when you're looking to determine, you know, what your career passion is and what kind of work you want to do. Baby boomers also like doing complicated work. That makes a difference. They're very competitive and they equate their worth by their status and their position at work. They're very resourceful and they look for different ways to win. They like a work culture that is very structured. They may find it difficult to actually work in a flexible environment. And again, like the traditionalists, they do like face-to-face. So let's think about this. If you're someone who's saying, all right, Kay, I'm looking to find my career passion and I'm not in the baby boomer age bracket, but you know, I really do like getting recognized for what I do. I don't like just working in a bubble and not having people acknowledge that I actually did whatever I did or performed the task. So if that's you, you, for example, may want to work for a larger company that actually values what you do. Again, kind of like the traditionalist, you get rewarded for what you do, as opposed to working independently, let's say as a consultant or as uh, a freelancer or having your own business. Because although I'm not saying that you don't get recognized having your own business or consulting, it's a lot less common than in a very structured work environment as baby boomers tend to like to work in. And the other thing is, uh, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to start something on the side as opposed to working in a company, 
it is not, there is no structure. (laughs) I mean, let me, let me backtrack. Of course there is structure to your days, but every day may be different. You know, you might have your whole day planned out and your website is down. And so now you have to pivot and you have to deal with the website, (laughs) you know, true story. (laughs) Let me just say that is a, that is a true story uh, that has happened to many of my colleagues. And so think about your work style. Are you someone that really, really needs structure? You crave structure? If so, then you want to look for jobs. You want to look for companies that are going to give you that structure to work in. You're not going to want to look for jobs where it's more of an independent role, where you're more self-sufficient, where maybe you're not told exactly what to do and you have to be a little bit more creative. So when you talk about or you think about your career passion, how creative are you? How good are you with not having any structure? And if you like structure, then you need to think about that when you're thinking about what might be your career passion. And so that is the baby boomer work style. But again, even if you are not in that demographic, you might see yourself in that work style and that could help you as you're trying to determine your career passion. Then we have the Gen Xers. Oh, the Gen Xers. Now I'm Gen X. And so what I'm doing for work is very much in line with the Gen X work style, which is we reject politely politely reject authority. So we are very much opposed to a fixed work schedule where there is some sort of an authority telling us exactly what to do, even micromanaging. We do not like micromanagement. And we'll also be the first ones to actually take advantage of technology in order to incorporate it into our work in order to get the job done. Case in point, me, I would not consider myself a technologically savvy person, but in order to get the job done of bringing you this podcast every week, I figured it out. Again, speaking to my independence, you know, what I do every day as a career coach, I'm very independent. Much of what I do is one-on-one work with my clients. If I'm not talking to my clients, I'm working on something pretty much that is an independent task. Now, of course, I do do trainings and I do do speaking engagements where I go out and I speak to people, but I would say for the most part, what I do is very independent. So for you, How independent are you when it comes to your work style? How cool are you with a very fixed schedule or do you also like a flexible schedule? How well do you adapt to change? You know, as a Gen X professional, many Gen Xers adapt well to change in the workplace. And above and beyond that, many people who are Gen X or professionals who are Gen X actually are leading the change. Uh, I saw a statistic, and don't quote me on what it is, but uh, the majority of the CEOs that are currently in the workplace are Gen X. Uh, And so when you think about a CEO, it's a very entrepreneurial position within an organization. So again, when you think about yourself and you think about what might be your career passion, one thing you want to look at is how do you stand? 
when it comes to change in the workplace? Are you a driver of change or are you resistant to change? Think about the types of roles that would be best for you if you like to drive change. So these roles are going to be a lot more entrepreneurial than the very structured corporate positions. And by the way, there are many roles that you can find that are entrepreneurial within an organization. And so if you are someone who likes to drive change, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be an entrepreneur. You can find roles within organizations where you would still be able to use that particular work style to your advantage. All right. And then for Gen Y, they are motivated by benefits that give them the ability to have flexible schedules. So like Gen X, uh, Gen Y, or the millennials, they actually like the flexible schedules as well. They don't like working long hours. And so Gen Y workers typically tend to be really, really big advocates of work-life balance and not working till you drop 80 hours a week. They're much more into the flexible schedules and they, they do like new challenges and they do like the opportunity to achieve things, but not at the expense of spending time with their family and doing the leisure activities and things that they like to do. Now, if you are that type of person that likes that balance and you're not really wanting to work tons and tons of hours, then again, you might not want something more entrepreneurial. You might want to find a company that has this kind of uh, flexible environment, but is still within a company structure. So a great example of this are tech firms that are very, very much in a corporate structure. You know, a lot of them have these flexible schedules and they have a lot of the amenities, the work-life balance. You know, these are the companies that have the gym on site and, you know, you, you see them playing ping pong in the break room or the, in the break room, in, uh, you know, in the common areas or, the, you know, they have a leisure room, you know, so these are the types of, of environments where there are, you know, free lunches and things like that. Of course, that's at the extreme, but you do have companies where, even though it's a corporate structure, you still have ample time to actually have opportunities to not work long hours, but you're able to actually have benefits that go along with working at a specific place. And so if you're someone who finds that you work best when, again, you have a flexible schedule, but you also have a lot of benefits that come with the job that you're working at, as you're looking for companies, ask yourself, what types of benefits does this company have? Do they have unlimited paid time off, for example? Do they have tuition reimbursement? Do they have any sort of a, a reimbursement for personal development? There are companies out there that actually will give you a personal development budget for you to improve yourself as an employee. You know, I just read a story where a woman actually got her company to pay for her to be a life coach. They actually paid for a life coaching certification program. 
So if you and if your work style is that you like the added benefits that come with working at a company, that might be for you. All right. And then the final work style would be that of Gen Z. So Gen Z are multitaskers. They've been raised completing many tasks at the same time. They use multiple gadgets, multiple types of technologies at the same time. They are most likely right now to be in school and less likely to be in the workplace, but they do like that individuality piece and they like to be credited for their accomplishments. So if you're super tech savvy, if you're someone who has an iPad and an iPhone and uh, another device, I can't think of right now, then think about that in terms of your workplace. You probably are someone that sees yourself in a more innovative workplace, in a more fast-paced workplace. Uh, You probably don't like the structure as much. And so as you're looking into what your career passion might be, you might want to look for roles where technology is. There is a heavy emphasis on technology and you're able to be creative, but you're also able, again, to work in that corporate structure where you get acknowledged and you have benefits and all of that. So that is a very, very quick outline of the various generations and also the various work styles within the generations. Hopefully you were able to find yourself in the work styles that I outlined and hopefully you can use that as a way to discover or decide what might be my career passion. Am I someone who wants structure in my work environment? Am I someone who wants flexibility in my work environment? Am I someone who wants independence or the ability not to be micromanaged, but to be able to work independently? in my work environment? Is that what I want in my work environment? And so use these clues to the way you like to work as a roadmap or as a path to what you truly want to do in terms of your career passion. And that is what I have for you today. And as always, I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on the Gen X Career Show. Make sure to visit our website, yourgenxcareer.com. And while you're there, grab your free dream job discovery list, a curated collection of over 20 job titles to spark your imagination, ignite your passion, and move you one step closer to work you truly enjoy.